and welcome to A Break From The Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the nice people, George. Wait a second. There's nice people listening? Hi, nice people! Well, I recently discovered that I, I think my wife or somebody who talks to my wife might be listening. Oh, shit. Typically, my wife's a nice person. No, your wife is a very nice person. Typically. Yeah, oh, that, that's bad. That, that was bad at podcasting right there. You know, we've been sitting here roughly an hour. And I had to not adjust the microphone at all, so I'm doing it right now. Right as we started recording. Yes, we might have to redo the entrance. We are beginning. not redoing the entrance. I'm leaving all this in just to show how unprepared you are. Well, I was busy doing something else. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to re-record all this. Nope, I'm leaving all this. Listen, this is all George. All right, there we go. Now my, I got my mic set. My microphone's exactly where I want it. Perfectly set up. I've been messing with the board all morning, trying to get something to work that I couldn't get to work, and, and I still had time to get my microphone where I wanted it. Well, that's because you were in the room where your microphone was, where you kept sending me out of the room, so I didn't have time. You were still sitting there for 15 minutes before we started recording. Don't, don't would, lie to the people. I was prepping. Don't I'm lie. Not, I'm not lying to don't AJ. Don't lie to the people. AJ. The only per- Yeah, so AJ. Um, I've previous, previously said on this podcast a couple of things that... Uh, my wife's kind of mentioned in passing. She didn't really, <laughs> she didn't really come out and say she was listening, but she did the thing where, and you know, it wasn't. It, it was wasn't, a dream. It wasn't straight up telling me she heard something she didn't like on the podcast. It was just mentioning it, mentioning those things at random times, <laughs> um, to try and say I wasn't spying. But yep. here's here's what you need to fix. And honey, I heard you loud and clear. I'm sorry. Whatever I did, I'm sorry. He's very sorry. Very, very sorry. Very, very, very sorry. Very sorry. I love when it's 100 degrees in the bedroom that we cuddle. I love it. It's my favorite thing. So, my wife, I know for a fact, does not listen to this podcast. She gets to hear you enough, and I'm pretty sure it's annoying as shit when she hears it live. She doesn't want to hear a recording of it. Well, I mean, she knows we talk about stuff on the podcast that we normally don't talk about um, away from the podcast, and... You would think she would be spying just to see what I'm going, what I'm, what I'm doing, what we're talking about. Yep. Nope. Not happening. Yeah. Um, that just boils down to my wife loves me and wants me to not be an asshole. But we've been married going on 16 years. I was going to say, as long as you guys have been married, she knows you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 16 years is coming up. We've been together just about 18. So she, if she doesn't know I'm an asshole by now, that's her fault. I feel like if you're with somebody for more than a little while and you can't tell they're an asshole, that's your problem, not theirs. This is very true. My wife knows I'm an asshole. I know I'm an asshole. Everybody who knows me knows I'm an asshole. I don't hide it. So, um, let's see. What have we been doing this week? Well, we didn't record last Tuesday. Um, no. Again, that was uh, my fault. Um, last, let's see, what day was that? Was it Friday? Maybe Friday. it was Thursday. No, it was Friday. Okay. It was, yeah, last Friday, uh, coming into work about 7.15, my mother calls me. Normally, my mother doesn't call me, especially that early. And she called me to let me know that my aunt had passed away overnight, and she had a she had a stroke in her sleep. Um and that's as sad as it is that uh, she passed. Stroking your sleep is probably the best way to go. I would it, think. I, I would have to agree. Um, it's the most peaceful way to go. There's no pain, nothing like that. You just 
you go to bed and you don't ever wake up. I mean, that's the way to go. Well, a really hot chick suffocating you by sitting on your face, probably number one, stroke in your sleep, number two. And for my wife, the really hot chick in this would be you, honey. I love you. Um, so my mom calls me and tells me my aunt passed away. <laughs> and, uh, so on the weekend, I had a whole bunch of family coming in. And then Tuesday, uh, Tuesday evening, we had, um, a little wake for my aunt. And then we went over to my parents' house afterwards and did dinner and sat down and got to see a whole bunch of family from, uh, the great state of Massachusetts. Do you think, uh, before we, before we talk more about your, uh, it just struck me and it's probably been talked about before by a whole bunch of radio goofballs, but why is, why is a viewing called awake? Did they, like in ancient times, did they like expect if everybody came around, maybe the person would wake up? I, I, I have no idea. You think, because maybe they were just really bad at doctoring back in the day. And people were just passed out. Maybe. And, and they'd like, they'd give them some sugar or something, you know, pour some wine down their throat, give them some sugar, and the diabetic coma would go away, and the people would wake up. Diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. So, uh, I used the power of Google. Okay. And it says, it is to be custom in the most Celtic countries in Europe for mourners to keep watch or vigil over the dead. Until they're buried. This is called a wake. So the people are awake. Yes. Not the person in the casket. Yeah. I guess it's because, you know, you're supposed to stay up and watch the dead people. Make sure that they don't wake up. Or people don't rob them. Yeah. I, mean, I, I never knew that. I just learned something new today. I oh. guess that's kind of cool. I'm sorry for making you learn. Uh, you know, knowledge is power. Okay. Now so I know. Continue. Continue. Uh, you had people in from the great state of uh, Massachusetts? Yes, I had a family come in from the great state of Massachusetts. And some of the family I had never met before. Other members of the family um, I hadn't seen in years. So instead of recording with you, uh, I went over to my mom's house and then got to hang out with them. Uh, we had to take one of my cousins back to the airport because he was flying out that night. And my dad asked me, hey, you want to go with me to the airport? And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go with you because he didn't want to drive by himself. Yeah. I remember you said, hey, we're recording. Yeah, I did say that. So I rearranged my whole schedule. But I told you in plenty of time to unarrange your schedule. And then I ended up working late anyway, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, you were there till like 8 o'clock, so um, that's your fault. It is my fault. I do kind of feel bad because we joked on our last podcast about the only thing keeping us from doing our next podcast is if your uh, father-in-law died again. Yeah, I know. So we're not going to talk about anybody dying. Um, it's just been bad. Because that'll enough. just like, you know, prevent us from doing the next podcast, which I'd much rather be doing this than dealing with dead people. Really? Listen, the only dead people I like are the ones on The Walking Dead. That's it. I still have not watched that show. Yeah, that's your fault. It is my fault. Actually, I did start a new show this week called Westworld. It's not really new. It's new for me. There are four, four episodes in. It's an HBO series. I can't tell you how great the series is I've, enough. I've heard nothing but good things about it from Prophet. various individuals who shall not be named. But I've heard from Prophet and uh, Neil, and it's everything he said about it is really, really good. Oh, it's got Ed Harris in it, who is 
a despicable human being in this. Uh, and uh, it's got... He's deplorable. Uh, it's got Sir Anthony Hopkins in it. I love Anthony Hopkins. The The show is really good, and it's it's only getting weirder, which is, uh, is something I like. <laughs> uh, and I'm finally catching up on uh, the, the Arrow. I'm in season four, so I'll be in season five soon. Karen, did you hear that? He's watching it without you. No, here's the thing. And I said, here's the thing. so but um i was watching it the other night with my wife in the room and now she's hooked oh you're done and i'm done she has six months from now you'll get to watch the next episode she's told me that it's okay i can move on Mm -hmm. but yeah it's okay honey are you sure it's okay if i go out tonight Uh uh-huh sure i don't mind okay i'm not going anywhere yep so she went out with uh her parents last night for something I'm not going to talk about because she'll probably be listening. <laughs> I had planned fully on talking about it before uh, before I found out there's some kind of spy telling my wife things. <laughs> um, but AJ, are she, you spying on us? AJ's your son, not mine. She I has, know, but he could he be no, he, he has, could be ratting you out. He has no way to know my wife as your son. Um, and the lawsuit's still pending for child support, I believe. <laughs> But uh, I had plenty of time to watch it last night because my wife went out with her parents to a symphony, and I didn't do it because I felt like she would be uh, she'd be upset. So there we go. I didn't get to. I, I had to sit and watch the kids instead of actually watching a show. Meanwhile, my kids are nice people. I didn't. Your kids are nice. Then your kids are good people. Well, they're good little people. I. Wouldn't know, because up to this point, I've been watching The Green Arrow seasons one through three <laughs> at a record pace, and now I have to get to know my kids again. That That's sad. It is sad. That is really sad. It, is it sad that I get have to get to know them, or is it sad that I never knew them in the first place? Uh, we're going to go yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yes. Um, it's both. <laughs> I took my kids to vote. I have not done that yet. Yeah, it's early voting started this week in Florida, so I took the kids to vote. Took the kids with us to vote. My wife and I voted. Had to tell my daughter, who will tell everybody anything, not to mention (laughs) who we were voting for, because she was going to shout it from the mountaintops. And did she? No, she didn't. She she actually listened. It's uh, said you know, votes private thing. When you go vote, you just keep it to yourself. Uh, my son, who's three, couldn't have given a shit, except at the end, he got a sticker. <laughs> That's all he cared about. It's a, he, he didn't give a damn about anything. He was so other happy. Other than the sticker. And stickers for him, it's weird, because it used to be he wanted a specific sticker. We'd go to the doctor, and he'd pick through them, and he'd want the Paw Patrol sticker, whatever. No, he doesn't care. He just doesn't care. He wants a sticker on his shirt. Could have been... the. The sticker could have said, I'm a shithead. And he does. He would not he, have cared. He wouldn't care. It said, I voted. He has no idea what the vote is. He doesn't know what it's about. He does he, not care. He doesn't care. It's a sticker. Some, some nice adult. He did something good enough to get a sticker is, I think, what he thinks. And, 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 and his world, that's perfectly acceptable. And then after that, because our, our voting was at a uh, little park, um, they did it in a gymnasium. We took him out for a nice afternoon at, at Kwana's Island and, they got to play on the swing set, so his day was complete. Yeah. Got a sticker, got to go to the park. What more could he want? So fond memories of his civic responsibilities. So I feel like when he gets old enough, he will 
I'm instilling him in the idea that he needs to vote. And and if you're listening to this right now and you're not voting or don't have plans to, you should. Doesn't matter who you vote for. I'm not going to sit here and tell you who to vote for. That's up to you to make an educated decision. But at the same time, you should go out and vote. Look, even if you don't think, even if you don't like either one of the presidential candidates. Any of the four. Well, right. Any of the four. Because uh, they're all shit shows. Yep. Uh, it, vote down ballot. You know, you've got to vote. You can vote for your senator. Even if you don't care about the senator race. Congressmen. Judges. By the way, do you even look up the judges? Do I? Yeah. I, I, so my mother-in-law works at the courthouse. Okay. And I ask her her opinion and her opinion on the judges go a long way with me because she works with them daily. I probably should have asked you. I, I try to do some cursory research, uh, just to get an idea. I, I and, have, I have one rule and the basic rule is if you're endorsed by Wayne Ivey, Odds are, I will not vote for you. <laughs> I I looked at them. I, I did vote, but I'm going to be honest. I just, I voted no on all, all the retention because I'm assuming most people will vote yes, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I mean, so like for the judges, for example, the only way that you're going to get somebody removed from their position as a judge is if they do something totally just off the wall screwed up. Yeah. And, and if they do, most likely you're not going to hear about it. So, I mean, it's once you're in and it's sad, but most likely once you're in, you're in for good. Uh, it's not like, you know, you're going to get voted out. It just, it really does not happen that often. So, but vote for the amendments in Florida. You know, the, the amendments, you need 60% to add something to the Florida constitution. Um, there's a couple of good ones in there to, to vote against and vote for. Um, I don't know which way you were going with some of them, but I, uh, I voted no on, on one cause it was basically making it harder for people to use solar panels. And I will also vote no on one. Uh, I voted yes for medical marijuana. I have not decided last, last, last cycle. I voted no. I'm, I don't want to say I'm coming around. But I'm more closer to, to yes than I was last year. So last time, it was sponsored heavily by a local lawyer, uh, mm-hmm. J.P. Morgan. And while he brought a lot of attention to it, a lot of people don't like him because he's very – he leans very heavily left. Uh, he's a huge Democratic donor. So that might have turned people off last time, and it barely failed the last time it was on the ballot. But it also had a lot more attention about it. Honestly, I didn't even realize it was on the ballot this time till like a month or so ago. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if the lack of notoriety that it got this time actually gets it, it hurts it, or if the fact that J.P. Morgan has kind of stayed out of it this time. Well, so he hasn't stayed out of it because you're still getting ads on TV but for him pushing uh, it, but not it's nearly, a, not nearly as much. It's a ton less. Last time you couldn't turn on a radio or the television without without seeing, seeing his big fat face on TV. Yeah, so uh, he he still, for the people. He still my ass. He's still a sponsor of the bill, but it's it's a way lower push from him than it is. Like I said, I I didn't even know until a month ago that it was even on the ballot. 
So I believe that the reason he's pushing it so hard is because he's got a lot of land. And from what I read, at least through the last cycle when it was on there, he intends to use that land to grow it and then turn around and sell it to pharmaceutical companies. And that's possible. That's very possible. That's the only reason. That's one of the reasons I heard. So it's not like he's doing it because he actually cares for the people that need it. Well, it's, I, it's more personal gain than anything. I well, I mean, he did come out last time, and he had a story about his brother. Who oh, was in play, a, let me get the violin out. You got a violin drop, and you could play the little violin. Well, player. he was in a bad accident, and they told him marijuana would have helped him better or more than, or at least equally to the pain medicine that that they gave without being addictive. And I think that's probably, I'd also assume that he probably uh, being a lawyer sees a lot of cases, uh, pain medication cases, um, that come through. I, I mean, the, the, the opiate drug, like prescribed drugs problem in this country is, is, is real bad. And if medical marijuana, I mean, look, I'd much rather have someone be high on marijuana than, Oxycontin or codone or whatever the, I don't know. I don't even know what they are because I've never taken, I've probably never taken too many of them. Uh, I can tell you this, uh, the last time my back went out and I could barely move, they gave me Dilaudid. And every time I talk about it, my body still shivers like I want it. <laughs> I've had it once in my lifetime and, oh, I could use it again. I don't even have a reason for it, but I've used it once and just thinking about having it. Yeah, I've so I've had a couple of surgeries and they give me, you know, the pain pills and whatnot, and I don't take them at all. I, I just, I can't. Uh, I, I've never had a bad experience taking them. I'm just not a fan of pain pills at all, which you would think then would leave me more into support that bill, but I don't, I think I'm just concerned that it'll get abused more than, than what it's intended for. Oh, I'm sure it will. But you know, there people, people aren't waiting for a medical card to use marijuana. You know what I mean? They're going to, Oh oh, yeah. Trust me. I know that they're going to use marijuana one way or the other. This way just gives them a, a legal out, which I think it should be legal anyway. So if we're, um, if if we're giving people a way to legally do it, uh, I'm okay with it. Because like I said, I, I think it should be 100% legal one way or the other. Um, it's no more harmful than alcohol. Alcohol you can get at a store. Any, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The other things on the ballot are tax exemptions for first responders if they get disabled on the job. That seems to me like a no-brainer. Uh, they get to claim more taxes and status on their home. I voted yes. I don't know if you've read that at all. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was getting an alert on my phone. <laughs> it was a fan. Okay. So everybody listening to this is probably, well, other than your wife is probably a fantasy football fan. And I, we have early games this morning and I was getting a notification on the phone about one of my players on my bench. Uh, and I was reading it, and I was ignoring you. Yeah. So if you want to repeat that again, we'll... <laughs> hashtag, hashtag bad at podcasting. No, that's not bad, bad at podcasting. That, that, is, that ter- is That's terrible. That's terrible at podcasting. That is, hashtag terrible at podcasting. That is mul- that? multitasking. 
no, to, no, to no, a no. terrible you extent to, to where I wasn't doing the second half of the multitasking. That, that, single, <laughs> that's, that single tasking while ignoring uh, the task you should be doing. Uh, listen, I, I, your lips were moving, but I wasn't hearing anything that was coming out because so, I was focusing you, on my fantasy football Do you know team. anything about the other amendments? The, um, there's one giving tax exempt or uh, property tax exemption for disabled first responders, people that were... Um, people that were uh, injured on the job and disabled. And then there is a, another property tax exemption for uh, the elderly low income whose houses happen to rise above the $250,000 threshold to give them, uh, to give them the tax breaks that everybody else gets. So if you happen to, if you happen to live in a house where the property tax goes up, over 200 or the property valuation goes up over 250,000 you can still claim uh homestead. So I voted yes on both of those cuz I figured we shouldn't punish people if their houses all of a sudden ha- become valuable. Happen to become valuable and anytime I see something first responder disabled related I probably vote yes that we should not disable them but help them out. Yeah. We shouldn't punish you because you're a first responder and you got injured on the job doing, you know, great deeds that uh, a lot of people don't do or don't want to do. And then there's another half cent um, referendum, half cent sales tax referendum for cleaning up our lagoon. And I probably vote no on that. I grudgingly voted yes only because uh, my wife is a hippie. Who wants clean? So for some so, reason, so, for some reason, she wanted clean water, and I just I don't get it. But you know, I'll go along with her on it. So she wants clean water. Yep. You could you could have told her, "Oh yeah, honey, I'm voting yes on that," and then you go vote no, and she would never know. But she's listening, so I have to say I voted yes. You told me in the prep you voted no, but you said on the you were going to say in the show that you said shh, yes. Shh, shh. George, what, you know what? I can cut all this out. <laughs> You're not going to. No, it's way, <laughs> I'm way too lazy, even if it does piss the wife uh, off. No, I, we voted, I voted yes on it. I mean, I'll probably vote no, just because I don't trust the government to do what they want to, what they say they're going to do with the money. I have a, a large distrust in all branches of government. I will say they, we did vote in a half cent for Brevard County Public Schools, uh, this last time, the last time. Uh, and several schools stayed open because of it. So I don't think they were going to close to begin with, to be honest. I do. I, I think there's a huge budget shortfall, and they were going to have to close if they didn't do repairs. I, I, think, I think it's more along the lines of there's a huge mismanagement of the money and the funds that they are receiving versus a lack of funding. I don't know. Their, their funding level hasn't gone up, but the prices of everything has. So there's in every and every year so, when they do their their budget it increases and increases and increases to cover it. It usually doesn't, honestly. The the from what I understand the Florida school system budget hasn't gone up. It hasn't gone down. Uh, and and you know what, if we ever get this worked out where we can make phone calls, I have a um a friend of mine from way back when I was at Publix, she's a teacher. Um, but she has to be, happens to be like a spokesperson for, um, the teachers, well, teachers union and which is, I know not your favorite thing, but, um, I don't have a problem with the teachers union. She should, uh, don't pay me out to be a teacher hater. I love teachers. Uh huh. 
So I love unions. So we can uh we might be able to get her on at some point and she could she could discuss it better than I could. Um but I think unions are great. You do? I do. Okay. I, I really do. I I like unions. I was a member of the union when I was with the sheriff's office. Yeah, I was a member of the I was uh I was a member of the union when when I was with the United Space Alliance. Uh can we mention them on the podcast? Who? Uh, the company you just mentioned? You know, it's, they don't exist anymore, so I would assume it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Good yeah, point. They, um, United Space Alliance was a merger between Boeing and Lockheed Martin, and it was their manned space flight. And I was, uh, I worked there for eight years. Uh, they had a union, and I was part of it. I even have a watch from when uh, I retired from the union. <laughs> for those of you who couldn't see it, he was doing air quotes. Retired. <laughs> yeah. From when we were laid off from uh, the space shuttle program. So, I don't know why we went down that road. But, anyway, the point is, after all this long, boring talk about what's on my ballot, go vote. Even if you don't want to vote for president, there's plenty of good stuff to vote for. Yeah, and there's a lot of local stuff that you should be voting for. Um, whether you don't believe that the uh, presidency will affect you or not, or you just don't even want to deal with it, there are more local elections that will definitely impact your life more. Uh, so take, you know, half hour to an hour, read up, make an educated decision and go vote, do your civic duty. And it really go vote early. Um, there was a steady stream of people Saturday, you know, cars kept coming in. Um, the line was super short, even though they were, they had enough staff. There were plenty of people at this polling area that I go to. It took, probably less than 10 minutes to vote for two of us. So it doesn't take a lot of time and you get a sticker if you're like my three-year-old and that's all that matters. And if you're lucky, you're polling places at a park and you can go swing afterwards. So my, mine is at the, uh, the community center up the road here. And that's, I'll wait until November 8th to vote. If I was Democrat, I'd wait till the 9th, but because I'm Republican, my day is the 8th. Or if you're a Trump supporter, I think he said the 28th is his day to vote. Yes. Yes. So go go vote on the 28th. Ah, God bless him. (laughs) Um, Just well informed. Yes. So, uh, one of the things we wanted to do in this podcast was, uh, solicit some questions from you guys, from the listeners, from the fans, from the, from our two fans. I don't know if our, if the show son, AJ, he did, he actually did submit a question, which is, I believe he did. And I, we, we kind of touched on it. Okay. But, uh, uh, um, so the first one I got was actually to my email. I didn't really look it over before we started, but. Um, I did get a question through our email, which is weird because we didn't really share that too much except for on our, at the end of our show every week. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing I realized we don't really talk about how they can email us very often, which is okay. Cause the three people or four people that actually, li- well, so my wife apparently listens, so she can just, so we're up to five listeners. So she can come five over, confirmed listeners. She can come over and tap me on the shoulder and say, Hey, I got this question for you. <laughs> um, so she didn't, really- and, and we will have to ask it by the way. If you give us a question to, to ask, we will actually ask. We'll, it doesn't matter we'll, what we'll, it is. We'll go ahead and ask if, if it's really dumb. Um, we kind of prefer those. Right. Right. Cause it kind of fits with the theme of the show. So, so the first question I have to our email is from Extendees. Extendees. I don't know who that is. It asks, would I like a bigger penis? 
the answer there is yes. I was going to say, does anybody ever answer that question with a no? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like some women might say they don't want a bigger penis. I'm thinking if the woman has a penis, then she's probably not a woman. Okay, so let me see. Well, yeah, but she might not. Like, I, so, so these porn star guys that are dating women, I feel like these women that they're dating probably don't want their porn star guy to have a bigger penis. This is probably so true. So they probably would say no. Uh, let's go through the email to see uh, what they're offering here. Um, I will become bigger and more assertive. More powerful and more intense orgasms. Stop premature ejaculate. How do they know I have all these problems? They know you. Maybe that's your stalker. hundred <laughs> percent. Extendees is the one who's going back to your wife and telling her everything we're talking about on the podcast. <laughs> oh, damn you, Extendees. hundred percent natural ingredients, erections when I want them. Hey, Jason. Yeah. I don't think that's somebody that actually emailed us. I think you're reading junk mail right now. You think? <laughs> you might be, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that that may, always makes me laugh about these spam mails is they say I can get I can get my money back if if I send them back the product. They offer to make it bigger and then they're willing to take it right away. <laughs> um. Okay. So, do you want to go on to one of the real questions? Yeah. All right. So this first question we got is from uh, Damn Swag- you, Extendies. <laughs> Damn you. Fooled me again. Quit going back to Jason's wife. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I do not need you going to my wife and saying <laughs> she needs a bigger Venus. Um, that can't end well. No. So our first actual question is from a gentleman by the name of Swagzilla. And it kind of goes with the trend of the, the last topic that we were just discussing. It says, uh, what's the worst thing to say after sex? What's your name? Swagzilla. No, no, no. Well, Swagzilla is probably a bad thing to say after sex. <laughs> Swagzilla, yeah, you, you just you just finish and you go Swagzilla. <laughs> I I think the worst thing you could say after sex would be something along the lines of like, "Mom, that was pretty good" or something like that. <laughs> Your sister was better. Your sister was better. That's 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 got to be pretty brutal. Um, oh, your brother was better. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Uh, you want, there, a, want a lollipop? There's a, you want a sticker? <laughs> oh my god! There's a sticker. <laughs> and, and, and you, you hand him a little. You hand him a little uh, nipple sticker. No, no, no. You didn't even go out and get anything specific. It just says I voted. <laughs> Recycled the sticker. Yeah, I think uh, that's. I think that's. Um, Swagzilla, that's great. That, yeah. there's a lot of bad things you could say. There really is. Want some candy? You want some candy? Oh man. Uh, let's let's get you back to your parents. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's twenty five to life. That one might get cut out. That that that's brutal. All right. All uh, right. I think we sufficiently answered that right. question. Here's a question that you're probably going to be interested in. Okay. I was pretty interested in the last one. I threw yeah, out all the but you, you, you'll you'll definitely definitely be interested in this one. Okay. So. This is an, by the way, we're getting these questions from uh, the Fantasy Life app. If you're not on the Fantasy Life app, Karen, um, you should probably download it and you can spy on Jason there as well, where he's at Dr. Mill and I am at Geo. Fantasy Life app. It's there when you need it. It's there when you need it. Okay. Uh, you can get all types of fantasy advice and it's free. It's amazing. 
Um, this one is from a, a guy by the name of Darth Pikai. Okay. Uh, he wants to know what Capri Bibbs value is the rest of the season. Um, low. Well, okay. So the, the report is that Booker is going to be the bell cow. Yep. And that, you know, everybody feels like their running back is going to be a bell cow till he gets hurt. Booker's young. He hasn't proven to be injury prone. He's, I, was saying, I don't think he's going to get hurt. I don't know. We'll see. Um, they run a lot and their offensive line isn't that great as far as. That's not great. He's going to take shots. Yeah. They're, they're going to, they're going to take shots. Um, and they, they can't, they're, they they want to run the ball. They want to run the ball. They, they, I can't, they, I won't say they can't throw, but they don't throw. And I, th- I feel like, so having a number one running back, solid number one running back, uh, and no running back by committee works when you run the ball a handful of times. As of right now, I I think he'll get probably anywhere between five to maybe seven touches a game, which just, is not a lot. It's well, just coming in to break C.J. Anderson. I, well, and I th- or not C.J. Anderson. <laughs> yeah, C.J. Anderson's already broke. Broken. I apologize. Uh, I think to break Booker. We'll see. Honestly, it's going to boil down to how effective Booker is and how effective Bibbs is when, when he spells him. If if you bring Bibbs in to spell Booker and all, all of a sudden he's running for ten yards at a time, you give him a little bit longer of a break. Right. So I think it's too early to tell. But right now, I and I picked him up. Um, you were you were so giddy you picked them up too. You're like I just picked up Bibbs. I well, it's an awesome name by the way. Bibbs. Capri Bibbs. Capri. I love that name. It's uh, really an awesome name. I uh, well, my running back situation is not impressive right now. So because who did you pick early as a running back? Doug Martin. Yeah, he's injury prone, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, I'm glad to see I got you finally changed your mind on that. But uh, so it's too early to tell on Bibbs, but right now it's pretty low. But get him. I mean, you know what's worse. You? You yeah. dropped Jaquiz Rogers. I did drop Jaquiz. And then I picked him up and traded him in a package for Antonio Brown. That's true. <laughs> um, so I got another fantasy question here for you. Um, and really this isn't a fantasy show, but since you asked, we'll answer. Exactly. Well, and this, it kind of ties in with what we were just discussing. Um, Doug Martin. Yeah. Is he a top 20 running back the rest of the season? I, I'd have to say no. Uh, when it's, he's health, it's difficult if, because we don't know his health. We right. don't know when they expect him to come back. They're, the the Bucks really aren't putting out information on exactly what is wrong with him and how long he's expected to be out for. Well, and honestly, as as long as Jacquez Rogers is running for 120, 130, 140 yards, there's um, no need to rush. Martin really, back. yeah, there's no need to rush Martin back because what's Martin? Martin is a better runner. He's a stronger runner. Jaquez Rogers has an ability of squeezing through tight holes and I getting. I thought you were going to say he has an ability to be on the field. Well, he has that too. <laughs> yeah, but when, you know, from running styles, honestly, I like Jaquez Rogers better than I like Sims. Sims has no explosion and he's on IR. Yeah, I'm such a Sims fan. I, I know, know you why. are. I don't know why. I have always said Sims is better than Charles. Obviously, they both share the same ability of not being healthy. Um, so. When when Doug Martin's healthy, he's explosive, and I don't see that with any of the other Bucks running backs. The problem is they, you know, they're being tight lipped about his health. And as long as Rodgers is doing well, don't rush him back. You just gave him a lot of money, so don't ruin his career 
Uh, yeah. Especially so, on a season where you're three and three. Yeah. So the, the problem with this question is, is he asked if they're top, if he's top 20. And I mean, when healthy, it's hard to find. I'm not a Doug Martin fan by any stretch, but it's hard to find 20 running backs that are better than Doug Martin. But he said if for, he would have went like top 10. Well, he said I, for, I could see Doug Martin outside the top 10, well, but he not said for the rest. The top but 20. he said rest of the season, and we don't know if he's going to play three games or or eight games. Yeah, that's so just true. You know, top 20 is really hard to do when you're not playing. Yeah. So he loses ground, you know, to twenty running backs this week and maybe next week so, and the so following week. So here's a uh, another top twenty question. By the way, these are all from uh, from AJ Express. So uh, George's son, yes, um, my illegitimate son. Um, he wants to know: Is Allen Robinson a top twenty wide receiver the rest of the season? No, I would say no. No, and that's one thing I've noticed this year. You can find decent wide receivers pretty much. Every, you look up and yep. down every. We have a twelve-team league. You look up and down every rod, roster. There's a guy in there that's you know putting up fifteen to twenty points roughly every week. I've got one that's sitting on my bench um, in uh, in Willie Sneed. George, I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, you don't want to talk about my wide receivers. They're insane. How about your backups though? My I got. Well. Marquise Lee's not. No, he's not twenty point a week. Good job starting him. Yeah, that was brutal. Um, but no, I mean, so I've got my three main wide receivers are Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, and Brandon Cooks. And then after that, on my bench, I've got Tyrell Williams, who is really good. I don't mind starting him any given week. Um, and I just dropped Victor Cruz. So the problem with the top twenty question is there's just too many. There's too much talent out there at wide receiver. And it's not that Allen Robinson is not talented. It's the problem is, is Blake Bortles is not talented. And unless you're getting garbage, I mean, like, look at this past Thursday. I mean, the ultimate, ultimate garbage time. You, you can't count on that. Well, I guess you, with Blake Bortles, you can count on it every week, but it's not something that I would want on my team to have to count for every single week that we're going to get these, these wonderful, juicy bonus garbage time points. It worked for DeAndre Hopkins last year. It worked for Blake Bortles all last year and it worked for him this last, this last, last week. week. Yeah. Uh, so no for that question, George. Next question. Okay. This one's also from AJ. He gave us three. Um, he wants to know, he said he's confused on what they're trying to get out of the email investigations. So I'll let you go ahead and touch on that. Um, well, really, it's it's boiling. I think this latest thing is boiling down to: Are there emails that went to Clinton's server that weren't turned over to the FBI? I guess is probably the most damning thing they could get, right? Yeah. Um, well, depending on what the emails show, uh, if it doesn't show anything, then then the fact that she does have emails that she didn't hand over could be damning. Uh, if the emails show something really bad that could be even worse the real thing is is that there it's all speculation because they don't they didn't even have a warrant to even go through the emails when he made the announcement so really he made the announcement that they found more emails without the without the ability for the FBI to even look at them so there is nothing there until there's something there but he interjected himself in the election in a big ass way um <laughs> He was already injected into the election, to be honest. Well, I mean, it's wait. not, it's not like this was 
the very first investigation into her election or into her emails during the election cycle. No, but 11 days, 11 days prior to the actual election. Would you have preferred him wait until after the election was over? Um, no, I'd prefer him to wait until he actually knew something or even had the ability to know something. Actually, he even broke with the Department of Justice who said, don't go into Loretta Lynch. Well, but, (laughs) but if we're following standard operating procedures, which is something that you're big on, um, he shouldn't have sent a letter to a congressman prior. So he didn't send it to one congressman. He sent it to to both. Both parties. He sent it to both Democrats and Republicans. It wasn't just like he said, here, Republicans, you take this and not give the Democrats any notice. He gave them both the same amount of notice at the same time. Well, and both the Republicans and the Democrats are asking for more, for clarification. Yes, exactly. They are. Because, I mean, potentially for the Republicans, it's a big deal. Uh, they'd have, they have more ammo. For the Democrats, it's a big deal to say, look, this was nothing. Um, so I, I guess we'll see that. Um, I mean, as of right now, it became this huge story all of a sudden, and it probably stayed a big story if you were listening to right wing, um, right wing news, and it kind of fizzled in mainstream news because it wasn't, they made this big deal that they were reopening the investigation. Well, the investigation stayed open. It's never really closed. If they find new information, they can always go back to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that'll be the way it is from now until forever. Uh, so it wasn't some magically reopened, oh my God, they haven't read the emails. So, well, and that's why they're, that's why people are saying they want to know what's what? in the emails. So the story, the story could blew up huge for about two hours and then kind of died down when everybody realized they don't really know what's going on with it yet. And that's why both sides are asking for clarification. Uh, I still think the damage has been done. I don't think it helps Hillary in any way. No, but I I honestly don't think... So the email thing, if you were going to not vote for Hillary because of the emails, I think this probably wouldn't have been that straw. Like, I think if you were not going to vote for her because of the emails, you wouldn't have voted for her already. I, I think if you were on the fence... And if you're really not somebody who pays attention to this stuff, um, I think this will sway your decision one way, maybe a little bit more towards the Republican side of the ticket versus the Democrat, just because you don't, if you're not really paying attention to it and all you just hear is, okay, they've reopened the investigation. Okay. Now the FBI is investigating Clinton again. Do we really want to have a president who is under federal investigation who potentially could go to jail and then we're going to have Tim Kaine as the president? And then you have to sit down and ask yourself, do I really want Tim Kaine as my president? And then um, that's some, the only people that would have to ask themselves that are the people who are really not paying attention other than, you know, what they're told by their friends of the far right. And, and, and whatnot. It's, it's hard for me to imagine. And, you know, it's really hard for me to imagine at this point. There's a ton of people that hadn't made up their mind. I know the undecideds are out there, but it's at this point, if you're undecided, you're already leaning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but if you're undecided and you're leaning one way or another, this could tilt you one way or another. I still, 
I still see her winning only because the math for him is really difficult. He has to win a lot of states that that are toss-ups. He yep. has to win all the toss-up states. Yeah, it's it's not an easy path. It's really not. So it's not impossible by any stretch, but it's definitely not an easy path. So uh, that probably sufficiently answers yeah. AJ's last question. And AJ, if we didn't answer your question, uh, just once you're done doing your homework, come talk to me. And let me see. Got to pull up the next question. Sorry, that was unprepared. That's a theme. Uh, here's here's a really good one from our boy Neil. Uh, Neil wants to know: Would you kill one person to save a hundred people? Now, for argument's sake, you are not family members or friends with the one person, nor are you friends or family members with the hundred people that you're saving. Uh, is the one person a bad guy? He did not say you'd have to, let's just assume for argument's sake, he's not a bad guy. I'd probably say no. I would say yes. And the reason I would say yes is because if you could save a, excuse me, if you could save a hundred good people. But you don't know if they're good people. I, you have to assume that they are because the information he gave us doesn't say that they're bad people. Well, it's a hundred random people. Hitler could be in there. Mother yeah. Teresa could be in there. We you, don't know. You, you could be killing Hitler. Yeah. The you one did. person you kill. It's, um, I mean, I'm I just going to pretend, let's just, like I said, for argument's sake, let's pretend it's a hundred good people and it's one good person. Given that type of a scenario, I could not no, I could not sleep at night knowing that I could have saved a hundred people and all I had to do was kill one person. But I probably couldn't sleep at night knowing I killed a person. Um, well, well but you didn't. Then you turn around and you killed a hundred people. Yeah, but you don't, so uh, the way the question's phrased, would you kill one person to save a hundred? I would say yes, I would. I, um, it doesn't seem like the answer is if you don't kill the one person, you have to actually go physically kill a hundred. No, so, but you're, no, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't actually have to go out and kill the hundred people. I just don't think I could kill. I mean, so let's just say some, some terrorists have gathered up, you know, a hundred people, just okay. hundred, you know, hundred random people. And they tell you, you have to kill this one person or we're going to kill this hundred people. I would apologize immensely. To the person I'm getting ready to kill. Yeah, but it's not that person that you have to live with. It's the face of his family and his kids. I understand that, but then I would also have the guilt of a hundred families with wives and kids and mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and aunts that I could have saved. Well, I know uh, I probably don't have the capacity to kill anyone uh, unless they're directly... Uh, Unless they're an imminent threat, yeah, yeah, uh, attacking my family or or friends, or so I would assume that that uh, being in that position, I probably couldn't do it anyway. But for to answer the question, so I think we're going to go with Jason would say no, he would let the hundred people die. I would say yes, I would kill the one person to save a hundred. Would it be wrong if I after the hundred people died, I killed the one person anyway? Uh, probably, because then you could have just saved a hundred people, <laughs> right? But. Make it fair. Kill 101. Let's call it even. <laughs> All right. All right. So here's here's another one from uh, Darth Pai Kai. 
Uh, I'm just going to start calling him Darth Peachy because that's how most people read we, his name. Can we just call him DP? We can call him DP. Okay. From now on, you're DP. Darth Peachy. Darth Paikai. From now on, you're DP. DP. Uh, DP wants to know, do you prefer booze or beer? And what's your beverage of choice? Um, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, I've never been a beer guy. I don't think it's very good. Um, I had a red apple ale the other day and it tasted appley and that was okay. I'm a, um, I'm a Red Bull and vodka guy. Uh, yes, you are. There was a, actually my wife, my wife tried to dissuade me from that the other Hi, day. Hi, Karen. Hi, I know you're listening. She tried to dissuade me from that the other day. She said, you know, they've done studies and, uh, let me do my wife voice. You know, they've done studies and, <laughs> no, that doesn't work. They've done, they've done studies and it says, uh, Red Bull and vodka together is like a cocaine high for your brain. It's basically the same thing. And I said, so you're telling me I get all the benefits of a cocaine without, without the, the negative, without the negative of, uh, deeding cocaine again. And by the way, cocaine it, is bad. I don't care how good it smells. Don't do cocaine. I, uh, that's a joke we've done a couple times on the podcast. <laughs> so we, um, so I don't think it had the effect she wanted, but yeah, I thought, uh, Red Bull and vodka is my drink. And the reason being is when I drink, I get sleepy. Uh, so an energy shot. Well, that's because when I mean, it's, drink, a downer. it's a downer. Yeah, so but, you know, there's, there's sleep. Kind of mellows you out. There's sleepy. Makes you calm. It doesn't, no, it doesn't make me calm. It really just makes me sleepy. There's sleepy drunks. There's dickhead yeah. drunks. There's yeah, happy drunks. There's. Trust me, I worked eight years in jail. I've seen all the different levels of drunks. So I'm, I am a sleepy drunk. So a shot of Red Bull, um, helps me drink and still not fall asleep. So that's, that's my drink of choice. I know what yours is. Mine is the infamous Long Island iced tea. Um, I am not a, a queer. Oh, yes, I am not a queer. Um, I am not a beer drinker. I uh, don't care for beer. Um, give me liquor any day of the week. Uh, I don't drink very often, but if I do, it will definitely not be beer. It would, it would definitely have to be liquor. Um, and my favorite drink is Long Island iced tea. So. All right. Yeah. That's, uh, neither one of us drink all that much. Anyway, first of all, we work too many hours. So when you get home, we don't want to drink. You just want to relax for another hour or two then go to bed because it's like 1230. Well, when you, you know, when you come home and you got the kids and, and the responsibilities, you don't want to be, you don't want to be buzzed. And then by the time you get to the point where you could sit down and have a drink, it's like at that point, why bother? Just go to bed. Yep. So the next question he's got is what is your favorite? By the way, this is DP. Uh, what is your favorite music genre and what are your top five artists from that genre? I think we can both agree that music is not a big thing in our lives. Uh, it's really not. Um, I can listen to music, and if I do, I don't have a specific genre. Um, I can listen to, to hip-hop. I can listen to rap. I can listen to rock and roll. I can listen to alternative. I can listen to country. I can listen to jazz. I, I can listen to blues. Um, there's not a specific genre that I like more so than than just one genre. Um, if it's good music, I'll listen to it. If it's shitty music, I probably will not listen to it. Uh, 90s alternative was my, my biggest genre. Like, alternative grunge, industrial, that kind of deal. Um, it's weird to see what bands from that genre ended up being, like, the transcending 
like who thought in the nineties that Green Day was going to be like a long lasting band? Yeah, I didn't, and to this day, I still like Green Day. Where, and, and you see some of the bands that like Pearl Jam was supposed to be this amazing group, and then after their first two albums, like pretty much all their music blows. Sorry, Eddie, it really just blows. Um, Who's Eddie? Eddie Vedder. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know Eddie was was a spy that was bringing everything back to Karen or not. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he mumbles so much, I don't think she'd understand him. Yeah, hey, Karen. And I'm like, no, Eddie, no. <laughs> um, if I had to name my top five artists, uh, it's going to be a collection. It's not going to be of one specific genre. Um, I will go with Tupac. I will go with Garth Brooks, which immediately tells you I don't have a specific genre I listen to. I just prefer good music. Um, I will go Frank Sinatra. I love, love, love Frank Sinatra. Great music. Um, I will go with Eminem and I will go with Metallica. I honestly don't, I don't even have a top, top five because I get so tired of the same thing over and over again. Um, it's actually a game we play. My, we have Sirius Satellite Radio in the car mm-hmm. and there's a, so there's a 90s alternative station. And I'd say 80% of it, 80% of that channel is either Alice in Chains, Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Green Day, Nirvana, or Pearl Jam. So, like, there's, like, seven. So we play a game every time we get in the car for a long ride to see if we can pick which one of those is going to play first. And whoever does that wins. (laughs) (laughs) And... Um, so, but I don't really have a top five because by the time I really get into a band, I get tired of listening to them. Um, all right. So what you've learned is I listen to pretty much anything. Jason listens to mostly nineties alternative and well, honestly, my wife gets to pick when we're not playing the game, my wife gets to pick the music. So we're listening to like eighties pop cause she's an eighties nerd. I was going to say when I'm in the vehicle with my wife. She gets to pick as well. <laughs> so I have my headphones on, listening to some talk radio or podcasting. Yeah, and- we a lot of the stuff we listen to is is mostly podcasting or talk radio. Um, Jason's a big Howard Stern fan, huge Howard Stern fan. Yeah, um, I like Howard, but I don't listen to him very frequently. Um, I listen to a ton of podcasts. Uh, to include this one, I am a, a listener to this one now. Well, you've listened to you've listened to one. I've listened to one. I'm proud that, of you. That makes me an official listener. Um, no, no, no. You have to listen twice to become an official listener. So, God damn, I have to listen to this one too. Unfortunately, Jesus. All right. So our last question comes from a gentleman by the name of Ah oh, Yeah. Uh, he wants to know if we could do a top five or top 10 list of mid-season fantasy bust. I should have routed this one into the whole fantasy talk we had earlier, but I missed it. Um, fantasy busts. Yes. Not like women's bust, but more like, you know, fantasy football bust. Uh, number one, Keenan Allen. No, he's not a bust. He is. You cannot count somebody. You can't count an injury as a bust. All right. That's just rule number one. All right. Yeah. All right. These uh, are, these are players that were drafted and drafted high. And they just completely, completely have underperformed. So Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson. I would go Todd Gurley. Um, I'm looking, let's go. So I'm going to go off of the draft that 
we had in our 12-team league. Well, how about Jamal Charles? Because technically he's been injured, however... He's a bust. Yeah, we all knew he I was injured say, and expected him back. So they expected him back like around maybe week two or three. Uh, I don't think he's going to play again this season, to be honest. I, I just can't see them benching Spencer Ware. He's been so phenomenal. Um, so I will say, off, I'm just looking at our draft. We had a guy who took, and this is going to tell you about a lot about the league that Jason and I play in. Uh, the number one, two, three, four, five, number six pick in the first round was Allen Robinson. Bust. The number eight pick in the first round was Jamal Charles. That's a bust. Uh, number nine pick was Lamar Miller. That's a bust. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I would say, is a bust. Jordy Nelson, I would say, is a bust. I, I'm actually going to throw this out there, and I'm only going because he said mid-season. I would say Rob Gronkowski is a bust. And I don't know if that's uh pushing it too far or not, but I would say he's been a bust so far the first half of the year. Now, I get he's been injured, and, and a lot of that's been playing with Jimmy Garoppolo. How about Russell Wilson? So, Russell Wilson, for as far as where quarterbacks are drafted, I would say he's been a bust. Aaron um, Rodgers. I own him in a league. I know it's been very difficult. Aaron Rodgers, I would say, has been a bust. Um let me take a look at something with him real quick. But I'm going to I'm going to label Aaron Rodgers as a bust so far. He's definitely not performed up to your expectations. Um most people took Aaron Rodgers as the number 1 quarterback off the board. Um luckily I was a lot smarter and I knew that Drew Brees would actually be the number 1 quarterback this year. Cam Newton? Yeah, I would have to go Cam Newton. Uh I would have to yeah, I would say Rodgers is labeled a bust. He's had in our 12 team league, uh, he's had one, he's had two really good games, um, against Chicago and Detroit, both teams not known for their defense. Then again, against other teams not known. For, I mean, so he performs well against teams that are not good defensively. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Detroit Lions and Chicago, he's performed pretty good. Against teams like Minnesota, the Giants, who surprisingly have a decent defense, and Dallas, who Dallas doesn't have a good defense, but they run the ball so goddamn much, you don't have time to be on the field to to do anything. They are the ultimate team when it comes to clock management. He's done poorly against them as well. So if you have Aaron Rodgers, hopefully he'll turn it around for you the second half of the season because he doesn't really play very many good defenses the second half of the season. But he's a bust. But he's a bust as of right now. Uh, Let's see. All this dead air. I can cut all this out. And yeah, I, will. I, know I know you're going to. Um, let's see. I'm just looking, 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 looking. How about Kelvin Benjamin? Would you consider him a bust, or was there like not very high expectations from him to co- this year to begin with? Uh, anybody who had super high expectations of Benjamin, I-, I think he's fit right where your where your expectations were t- for the season. You think he'd have a couple of good games? You after think? the first two games, I think expectations on him were really really high. 
But not when you drafted him. Exactly. So I, I wouldn't say he's a bust. I know Elshon Jeffries a bust. Elshon Jeffries is a huge he's bust. He's a huge bust. He's like Dolly Parton size bust. Um, uh, Tory Smith. I don't think you were drafting Tory Smith with high expectations at all. No one blame Gabbert's the quarterback. He's playing for the 49ers who are a shitty team. That's true, but even. How about Todd Gurley? There's a bust. Yeah, we, you mentioned him already. He's, I know, but he's we didn't ju- elaborate. Well, he, you know, and in a lot of leagues, he went, you know, top four. Our league, he was the second running back? He was the first, first running, running back, back yeah. off the board. Oh, uh, so brutal. I told the guy that drafted him, take David Johnson. Yep. Who and has, not, did, who has he, not been a bust. He did not listen to me, and he is not very good. A lot of running back busts this year, though, I feel like. A lot of running back busts every year. That's why I went three wide receivers in that league this year. Well, the problem is if you didn't get one of the good running backs, one of the solid running backs, you don't have any running backs. Um, but there was running backs that were drafted in the second round in our league that that were really good. Or you could have took like somebody like Ezekiel Elliott who went later in the draft. right? And by later in the draft, I mean I think he went – yeah, he went to he went number ten overall. So if right. you had he, taken like he, Lamar Miller, Jamal Charles, Todd Gurley, you could have taken Ezekiel Elliott and been he more went, than fine. He went right before I got the pick, unfortunately. Yep, you had to settle for AJ Green. I know. Oh, I hurt. know that stinks. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. I'm sure it does. The problem is again, there's there's a hundred wide receivers this year that Adrian Peterson. He went right after you. Right after me. Yep. And I loved. He had Adrian Peterson, and then I can't remember who he turned around and took again, but I think both players ended up. DeAndre Hopkins. So I loved that when I saw it. Initially, I thought Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, So his first three picks were uh, Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Hopkins, and T.Y. Hilton, which on paper, you got to love that. Especially Uh, coming into the draft. Especially picking 12. Yeah, pick number 12. You would have been absolutely thrilled to have landed AP, Hopkins, and T.Y. Hilton. You would have loved it. Eight weeks in, not, not so, so much. much. Well, T.Y. Hilton's been solid for him. T.Y. Hilton's been solid because Don Cre- Dante Moncrief has just not been there. And Dorsett's been and hurt. Dorsett's been hurt. And Dwayne Allen's been hurt. And there's nobody there other than him. We've turned this into a uh, fantasy podcast, which we weren't going to do. Yeah, we, we we made a pact. We said we would not do a fantasy sports podcast. And guess what? I believe we just did one. We did part of one anyway. We, we did half of one. That's what you get when you ask a bunch of fantasy-focused. Fantasy when you go onto a fantasy-focused app and ask for questions, they're going to give you fantasy stuff, which is fine. Listen, I could talk about fantasy football all day long. I love it. So doesn't matter none to me. So, and I can smell coffee, which means your wife is now up. Yes, she's up. She's not listening to the podcast, though. She will. She will not. Karen, will, if you say something out of line, Karen will tell her and she'll listen. Listen, I'm not going to say anything out of line because I love my wife very, very much. And by me saying that, she will not listen. <laughs> <laughs> she's just tired of hearing you talk. She, so I'm not home enough for her to hear me talk. That's true. So maybe uh, she'll. A, I am a working man. Maybe she'll. Um, maybe she'll listen so she can actually be closer to you. Mm, I doubt that as well. Maybe she'll listen so she can be closer to me. I doubt that as well. <laughs> he didn't even flinch. So one of the guys in our 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 twelve team league, he sent me this trade offer last night at like two thirty five in the morning. All right. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know what the hell he's smoking. LaShawn McCoy, Mike Gillisley, and Jeremy Macklin for Theo Riddick and Antonio Brown. What? Ah, uh, Joe. I doubt I would trade all three of those for Antonio Brown by himself. Yeah, I would rather have Antonio Brown. So I think it's because previous to that, I sent him a trade offer. Uh, it was Dan Bailey, Alfred Blue, and Marquise Lee for Mark Ingram, LaShawn McCoy, Kelvin Benjamin, Des Bryant, and Mike Gillisley. Oh, so he's just fucking with you. Probably. But you know what? And Jason, you, you can confirm this. The first offer I made to him is something in our league that probably would get accepted. Yeah. Because we deal with idiots. We do. There, there's some, they're not idiots, but there's some people who just make very, very questionable trades. I would say the majority of the people in our league are people that know what they're doing. Yes. And then there's a couple people. You can just exploit. And, and you do every year. And every year at the draft, they say, well, we're not trading with George this year. No, we're not going to trade with him at all. Don't even ask. And then eight weeks in, they give me Antonio Brown. Yeah, so fucking stupid. Jason, Jason loved. When I told him I got Antonio Brown, he just, he was so happy for me. I, I actually am happy for you. I mean, I'm still going to beat you. You're not going to beat me this year. For the third year in a row. Ah, uh, okay. We'll see. I, I we'll just see. hope it's, I just hope it's in the finals this year so you can make some money. I've already made money, sir. I made money on the first game of the year. My league dues are paid and my, my ad drops are paid with that one 98 yard touchdown from Drew Brees. George is going to, um, George's team name in a couple of weeks is going to be, uh, something I get to choose. Going to be crap. Cowboys really are pathetic. Uh, that is my universal team name. It is currently. I, I have very low expectations of my team. We so have they're a- all crap. We have a uh, a name change wager on the board based on the election. I'll probably have something that says I stand with her, Hillary's my president, or some fucking gay shit like that. It'll end up being something about Commander-in-Chief. Oh, I just got shivers. <laughs> uh, so, what else you want to talk about? Because those are all the questions that we had. You guys couldn't come up with more questions than that? Nope. They you, couldn't. I, I asked and asked and asked. You and non-inquisitive motherfuckers. They just didn't want to do it. Let me see. Just making sure. Nope. Nope. No questions. Oh, here we. Here's a good one. It's so hard to th- get questions when you only have three listeners. This is true. Um, so Hill, Thompson, Kelly, or Stewart in PPR. Hill, Thompson, Thompson Kelly, or Stewart PPR. Who's a uh... Who is Hill playing? Who do the Bengals play? They play the Giants, I believe, in New York. Or not in New York, uh, in London. Uh, I believe that No, 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 they're playing Washington. Oh, they're playing Washington? Let me see. You have A.J. Green. Who the hell does A.J. Green play? Yeah, they play in Washington because Josh Norman will be on Green today. Yeah. So, in other words... Concussional. Yes. In other words, A.J. Green will have another great day. Yeah. Uh, I'm leaning Stewart. I, I guess honest. I would probably say Stewart too. Stewart. Who do the Carolina Panthers play? The problem with Stewart, the problem, the big problem with Stewart is that, uh, he never gets touchdowns because he gets down to the one and they hand the ball to Cam. Oh, they're, they're playing the Cardinals. Oh. I almost want to say Kelly now. I don't like that matchup for Stewart. For the reason you just said, once they get down inside the two or the three, it's Cam Newton running touchdowns, not Jonathan Stewart. Although, I sold high on Jonathan Stewart. You know, I'm going to say Hill, because I don't think the Redskins' run defense is all that good. I don't think they are either. Their pass defense isn't that great either, so short dink and dunk passes. I'll say Hill. 
Hill. We're going to go with Hill. Of course, by the time you hear this, it's going to be way too late, so yeah. I don't know why you even yeah. asked the question. Yeah, because okay. this will be out like next week if Jason even decides to publish it. Listen, the last one we did, I'm just going to say it was bad. It wasn't bad. There was no prep time. It wasn't bad. And I found out my wife listened, so I had, <laughs> I had to cut out large chunks of the podcast. So you just cut out from the start to the end? Basically. I, I wonderful. Just, um, that is absolutely wonderful, Jason. Look, she's neutered the show. All the funny has gone out of the show. <laughs> I didn't know that your light or your wife would be uh would be the one to shut us down. What are you doing? I'm playing with noise. my phone. Why you're so unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> so says the guy who didn't have his microphone, microphone set up ready, ready to go before we started. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So it's that time of the of the show, Jason. What time is that? It is approximately 9.42. Yeah. If I can get this phone working, I'm making a phone call. And I'm going to put him on speakerphone because I don't care about the audio. Well, do we at least want to run his audio through the board even if he can't hear us? Yeah. Yeah, let's try it. Well, since you, um, since you didn't give me a chance to set that up, shithead. I told you we were going to do this. You said earlier you wanted to do this. I, right, but then the equipment didn't work properly, or, yeah. or the setup didn't work properly, and... I just texted you his number, because I think it would be... Why is my wife calling me? You know what? Let's put her on the show. Absolutely. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. Put her on speaker. Put her through this. Hey, babe. Um, I don't know. Are they hanging up? Huh. Um, I don't know, but we're in the middle of recording right now, and you're live on the show. I don't really... Do you listen to this show? She's not answering. I think she's pissed. All right, let me come on and help you find the keys. She oh, she up. hung up. <laughs> did, you, did you hear how fast that went from, I don't really give a shit, to... Hey, Jason. Jessica doesn't listen to the show. Okay, I'm stopping the recording now, That's and we'll come back and we'll call Neil. <laughs> Be right back, guys. So welcome back to the show. Uh, we had to take an unscheduled break. Yeah, uh, we we took a break from the grind. Because uh, yeah, we <laughs> took a break from our break from the grind because George had to go apologize to his wife for throwing her on the podcast without her knowing. That was phenomenal. It <laughs> that that right there is gold. Um, unless unless you ever want to, you know. So I have, have to, relations with your wife again. Yeah, well, after 15 years of marriage, you get it when you can. Um, so I feel like I need to apologize to, to Neil because I told him he would be the first guest on the podcast. And, uh, turns <laughs> out my wife was the first guest. <laughs> <laughs> for a 
very brief moment. For, for, for a very angry moment. So I got an idea, Jason. Let's call Neil and I'll, I'll apologize to him. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can actually get this to work. Well, this. and let me say the audio is not going to be as good as it could be because I couldn't figure out how to plug him in so that he can hear us. Well, we're going to, we're going to give this a shot. We should be able to hear him very well. He shouldn't be able to hear us very well, but okay. that's okay. Let's see if he answers. Oh, and that's loud through here. Yeah, it's good. By the way, he has no idea we're calling him. Hello? Hey, Neil. What's up, man? Hey, man, I need to apologize to you. Why is that? So, you know how I told you, like, a while ago, you'd be the first guest on the podcast? Uh-huh. I lied. Just, I did. Moment, like, about... Two minutes ago, my wife called while we were recording, and J- Jason and I thought it'd be absolutely hilarious to answer the phone while while she was uh and put her on speakerphone while we were recording. Uh-huh. So so uh-huh. so technically, my wife was the first guest on the show, dude. <laughs> okay, man. I think I have to concede that to her. It's all right. <laughs> well, I think that, that's, the, that's the one guest that I'm going to be all right with. Yeah. Hey, hey, Neil. I'm also going to apologize because the audio sucks. I couldn't figure out how to get it to go through the board properly. Yeah, we've, we've got you on right now, by the way. Oh, I'm on right now? <laughs> yeah, you're on right now. So our four listeners can, uh, can hear you. So, uh, I'm for those. Sec- so I'm the second guest on the show. So, second guest in, on, well, on this show. On this show. Yeah. And we've if, had two guests yeah, on this show. I, I was worried that once I was the first guest that you guys might like totally just push me out of it, but. No, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Top two is all right, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and for those who don't know, this is Neil. He's from, uh, Clock Dodgers, clockdodgers.com. He has his own podcasts. He has, uh, blog postings. Uh, an amazing ha- website. A- an amazing website. Everything that we want to have, this guy already does it. Um, and he's a professional. And he's a professional. The only thing that he doesn't have, <laughs> the only thing that he doesn't have, um, on his podcast is me. I agree a hundred percent, Jason. Only thing Neil doesn't have on his podcast is me. I'm yeah. not even going to argue with you. Yeah, that's us. I mean, but you had us once. It's once. Once is never enough with us. Oh, wow. So, 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 like, you got that Lay's commercial. Uh, you can't have just more, just one. Yeah, Neil just yeah. had just one. No, it's our commercial is a uh, break from the grind there when you need us. <laughs> so what's uh, up, man? What well, we I know we uh we we called you out, out of the, the blue, blue for no with no real <laughs> with no real plan because man, that's how good. That, uh, we have no real plan, that's how we do. Um, yeah, we don't prep for shit. So, um let's put you on the spot. Anything you want to talk about? Not anything specifically. I mean, I'm just uh, you know driving right now to uh, the Raiders Bucks game. So oh, I should have gone to that. Uh, hey, we don't have a bet on that. What do you want to bet? Yeah. Oh yes. What do you want to bet? I mean, oh, that's a dangerous one, man. I say the Bucks offense. I, I'm not. I'm worried about the Bucks offense, man. Like, yeah, you're, dude, you're all in on the Bucks offense this week. Yeah, the Bucks. I'm all in on them. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I do my no halftime and everything, and on that, I got like all these Bucks playing this week. You know, I'm just. I wouldn't worry. I, I, don't know, I don't know if it's just I gotta, you know, uh, cover myself. Like if the Raiders win, I'm happy. But if they lose, I still won something. I don't know if it's kind of that kind of thing. But I'm really concerned about the Bucks, man. I wouldn't. I. You've seen us play, haven't you? 
Now I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry too much. You've seen us play, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, but the offense, man, it's pretty decent. It's okay. Um, our defense is horrible, though. I, I see Derek Carr getting 500 yards and 17 touchdowns. 17 touchdowns. He's the mini Ditka. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this. Man. Let me ask you guys this. In fantasy football, right? One of my leagues. I have Derek Carr and I have James Winston. Start so Derek who Carr. Would you choose, who would you think guys to get that Carr. 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 Really? Both of you? Yeah. Yes. Carr, Carr's a top five quarterback right now. Jameis Winston's not a top 15. Interesting, man. I, I had Jameis Winston in because I was like, man, Raiders are not going to stop like Kevin. The pool's just going to go off. Hey. But, Neil, I've been known to give terrible advice. So with that precursor, start Carr. And you know what? His his terrible advice isn't just limited to fantasy. Life advice, too. Yes, if you need terrible life advice, dude, I'm your man. Um, I need to get more often. Hey, Neil. I have a perfect bet for for you and Jason. Neither one of you will agree to it, but I know, like, the perfect bet between between you two for the Raiders and the, uh, the Bucks game. Beards. Okay, the loser has to shave their beard or goatee in Jason's nah, case. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't shaved my beard, man, in years. Uh, I, like I said, years. I knew, I knew, I knew you wouldn't go for it, and I know Jason won't go for it, and that's why I thought it would be the perfect bet. Shave the my bush. My beard is me, man. <laughs> How about manscaping? My beard is basically my money maker. Your money maker. <laughs> Jason wants you guys to manscape. I, I, I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want to see. What the loser looks like, I don't. I don't want nothing to do with it. Unfortunately for yeah. Neil, he has no way to know if whether I do it already or not. Oh, good God! Um, yeah, we have to. What do you think, Neil? What do you got? What do you want to do as a bet? I don't know, man. I mean, what, what, what do you, what do you, what do you think? I got a lot of bets for the Raiders right now, so I'm gonna look like a pretty big fool if I keep losing these games. <laughs> uh, You're playing the bet. Let's try to keep it light, right? At this point, right now, I have you know toe painting bets and all kinds of stuff, so. Oh, that's right. I can, you, handle, I can only handle too much embarrassment. You do. You do have a, a, a toenail painting bet on this game, don't you? Yeah. Oh, well, it's the Broncos game that I have it. On oh, the Broncos, Broncos game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I say, how about a, a a toenail painting bet on this game? Ooh. Okay. Um, you, so I think I, can, I, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. Like, what would the stipulations be though? Like, does it have to be like a certain color or? You know. The opposite teams. So if you win, you have to paint your toenails the color of the team color of the Bucks. If Jason wins, he's got to, or if, uh, if Jason loses, he's got to paint his toenails the color of the Raiders. And this is easy black. for me. Yeah. Black and gold or black and silver. And, and this is easy for me to throw out these bets because I have no dog in this fight at all. <laughs> hey, Neil, yeah, do I you, mean, do you wear flip flops? What's that? Do you wear flip flops? I do, yeah. Okay, because I don't, so I feel like it's kind of unfair. I'm in full on shoes the whole time. So we'd have we could take pictures, picture, and and it'd be posted on the Fantasy Life app. Yeah, I mean, I'm down to do it. I mean, I already have you know this kind of bed. People might think I have some kind of fetish to take my nails. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want people to take me as like some kind of crossdresser because I lost so many Raiders bets this year, but. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. But, uh, hey, it could be worse. I you will, could be a Miami uh, fan. Derek down, Carr man. wears makeup, right? Does Derek Carr wear makeup? Eyeliner, it looks like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> he's just taking after his. He's just taking after his boy. <laughs> so, so 
Is is that what we're going? Is that what you guys are going to bet the toenails? Sure. I, 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 hey, I think we got a bet on the show. Unplanned. This is amazing. Hey, so, hey, Neil, did you vote yet? Did I what? Did you vote yet? Oh no, I have not voted yet. Hey, George, you need to put the phone in the middle of the table. So, Neil, we um, I, I do have to tell you, I tried to get it hooked up so you you could hear us through the mics, and it didn't work. Uh-huh. Uh, that's all right, it didn't work this morning, so now we're talking through speakerphone, so you can't hear me, um, and I'm yelling on the mic, so that's going to be... I don't know if I should be surprised that it's not working, or if I... No, should... no, no, do not be surprised, no, 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 no please no, no. don't. Don't okay. have, Do not have high expectations for us. We aim, <laughs> we aim to disappoint. And it, the lower the expectations, it, it's kind of like Trump's whole candidacy. Oh, good the, God. The lower the expectations, the better he looks. <sighs> Look, as long as long as he doesn't grope somebody on stage during an event, he set the bar right where he needs to be. I just can't wait to call Tim Kaine my president. Hey, look, just because you put the phone down in the middle of the table doesn't mean you can't talk into the middle the mic and still get it picked up. I said I can't <laughs> wait for Tim Kaine to be my president. Um, we are working on making hashtag bad at podcasting a thing. Yes, and right now George is in doing everything I can <laughs> to help. So. <laughs> No, so not an early voter, Neil? I am not an early voter. I'm not hesitant to vote at all, man. I'm like, no, no, no. Man. We discussed that earlier. you got to vote. Go vote. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to vote. Okay, it's okay. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a scary thing, man. It's like, hey. I, 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 it's all the different logic. Like, I, I understand you know, some people like Trump, some people like Hillary. And, like, you know, I'm one of those people who don't care for either. And I understand that if I don't vote, it's like, you know, you're kind of just not helping at all. But at the same time, it's like if I vote and then it's like really bad, it's like I feel responsible in a way. But if you don't, and then if I if I don't vote for either one of them, for the person, if I vote for someone who's not going to win, then I'm not really doing anything either. So it's like, you know, help me out, guys. What, what should I do? Man? Vote down, vote down ballot, and leave President blank if you don't really care. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Is we actually uh, discussed this earlier, and there's more than just who you want for president on the ballot. So there, right. like, there's a lot of uh, amendments and stuff that could affect you in your local area. So even if you just leave the presidency blank because you really don't like any of the the candidates, at least go down ballot, vote for your local judges, vote for the amendments in your area that they want and whatnot. Don't just not vote because you don't like your options at presidency. Right, right. Are are, are you guys like all in on on your candidates already? Uh, all in is tough. I think, I think we're on opposite, we're on opposite sides. And I don't think we're, I don't think either one of us are voting for a candidate more than we're voting against a candidate. That, that would be a correct assessment. So. Okay. I'm all in on one side because I, because I don't like Trump and he's all in on Trump because he doesn't like Hillary. Exactly. So. The only thing I don't like is there's a lot of people who will vote one side or the other. Just because that side is called that side, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a Democrat, it's a Republican. I don't like. I know people who won't even listen to the debates, won't listen to anything, and they're still just going to vote for the side because that's their side they've always been committed to. And it's just like that drives me nuts. No, so I'm a registered independent, and I promise you, when so Jason's already early voted, I have not. But when I fill out my ballot, it's not going to be a one-sided ticket. There will definitely be some things that are left blank. There will be some things that are voted for the Democrat side. There'll be some things that are voted for Republican side. It's not going to be a straight Republican ticket or Democratic ticket or anything like that. 
Um, I have yeah. no, I, I hold no allegiance to any party. So. We should just get rid of the parties, man. Uh, I would be all for it, to be honest. They just have one big party. It's called us. 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 <laughs> well, we vote for us. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a, it's a, it's a messed up situation. It's okay. kind of scary, but, you know, we can, what can we do? Yeah, the, hey, let 300 million people. This is the best we could come up with. Yeah, this is it. This is the best we could come up with or the best that we won't even try. Well, yeah. but most, most people are too sane to even deal with it, I think. That's, and that's the point. That, that's the, people, a, yeah. the people that weren't, that aren't in, um, in as the final two, it's not like there was a handful of better people. Like all the, all, right. all the people on each side were shit shows. The yeah. independents are, the independents are terrible. The people that should be president don't want to be president. Yeah, they don't want the job. They don't want the responsibility. Um, and that does us down a scary path, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it leads us to President Trump. <laughs> hey, that's got a nice ring to it. Just saying, man. It's <laughs> right. does not have a ring to it. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. Um, it sounds like a dial tone. <laughs> so, um, podcasting. Uh, where can the nice people listen to you, Neil? Yeah, give them, give them your contacts. Give them another, yeah. The four people we have probably don't know where they can find you. Honestly, the four people we have, we probably got from you, so they already know. Oh, oh, so, so, oh, real quick, before you give out your stuff, Jason's wife, we found out, listens to this podcast, and she doesn't know where she can reach you. So please tell her, Neil. Yeah, she's the one okay, that probably yeah, doesn't absolutely. know. Well, first of all, hello, Jason's wife. Um, you can find me. You know, cloudnetters.com is obviously the website you guys mentioned earlier. Um, you go to iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, all those, you know, hosting sites and find the podcast and get subscribed to it there. And I, you know, I appreciate you guys doing that. Um, we appreciate you actually answering the phone when I called because a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, I had you under do not answer, but I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like kind of bored, I'm driving, I uh, hit the road, and I was like, you know what? Hey, let me ask you, Neil. Uh, you get lots of guests on, don't you? What's that? You get lots of guests, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much kind of the thing. I just have a new guest every week for the most part. Okay, so I know it's not a problem with you, and this doesn't 100% fit because you haven't had too many. What do you do if one of your guests keep getting text messages or phone calls or all kinds of bullshit while you're talking to them? Because not that you've done it. But George constantly, constantly is on his phone while we're trying to do the podcast to the point where he's not even listening to what I'm saying to him. Or like when we're having this phone interview, he's trying to take the phone away so you can't hear me so he can read a text message he just got. To, to be honest, I just don't want Jason to be heard. So so, wow. so what do you do if you have a guest that seems disinterested? And, and in this case, it's the host. I say he just cut off his mic and just have a conversation by yourself, man. And then, you know, when he listens back to it, if he does which apparently he's not very into it right now. Um, but if he does, then he'll be like, what happened to my part of the conversation? Like, well, you aren't in it. So I kept me going. But I've never had that situation where someone is doing that. I guess because I don't have him on the podcast every week. Okay, so I went ahead and muted his mic. Go so ahead and say... his mic and just leave me running. So, George, go ahead. But I can get picked up on your mic. Yeah, he does barely get picked up on my mic. But you know what's the best thing about that is I edit the podcast, and if I'm not lazy, I'll cut it out. So, oh, he oh wants. Gosh. Hold on, he wants me to unmute him. Uh, here we go. Can you hear me now? That was very rude. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, George, you have a question for Neil since you wanted to call him? I just wanted to say thank you for taking the phone call. Like I said, this was not scheduled, not planned. Uh, we had joked around about doing it last week, and Jason didn't, didn't want you on speakerphone. And then when my wife called in, I was like, okay, now we definitely have to call Neil because I kind of lied to him and told him he'd be the first guest. And, and it was actually my wife who was pretty pissed. Yeah, you betrayed me, but, yeah. Sorry, dude. Well, right. after right. after our, after she, our last Sunday show, you should probably be used to that since he called you out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did she come on and say? What did she say? So when Jason parked uh, his car behind her truck, and she was trying to take my daughter to Sunday school, and she couldn't find the keys to the other car, and she wanted to know where the keys were. And so what I did is I answered the phone, and I put her on speakerphone, and she asked me where the keys were, and I let her know that, you know, I put her on speakerphone, and she's on the podcast right now. O'Neal, she was about to cuss before she heard she was on the podcast, and then instantly hung up on him. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> great show. So it was a great, it was a great hot take. Yeah. Oh, it, it, I, bought, I told Jason, like, you can cut that. And he's like, no, I'm not cutting that at all. That's awesome. Yeah. No, yeah, that's how that's those, those beautiful, uh, you know, actions, those unplanned, beautiful things. Man. Yes, sir. Hey, so when are you going to come uh, set this board up for us so we know how, so we know what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you, you guys are doing well, man. The quality sounds good. The conversations are doing good. I mean, everything is good. You guys are set up, man. You don't need my help. Uh, I don't know about that. We, we've stolen all the help from you we can get. <laughs> You've helped us yeah. tremendously. <laughs> there's only so much, I guess there's uh, only so much you could do for us. I'll, I'll go back to YouTube and see if I can get this thing figured <laughs> out. <laughs> I, I keep trying yeah. to tell Jason. Go, go, go to YouTube and look some things up like I do when I play you in that. I can't figure out how to beat you under either route. So, <laughs> that'll, that'll be, uh, that'll be, that's the next question. Have you gotten 17 yet? I do have it, yes. I don't have it yet. Um, I got it. I haven't, I haven't played it much, but. I have it. Well, we're trying to, I mean, when we're not, when we don't have a whole bunch of bullshit going on, we've, we're trying to do two shows a week, which hasn't been lately, but, and then I'm editing the next day and working and then kids and I don't, I don't even have time for it this year so far. Editing is a pain in the ass, right, man? Oh, for sure. I, I, it's Jeez. such, it's so difficult. I hate doing it. Well, and and the the fact of the matter is, both George and I are broke, so we're doing it on an old ass laptop. So I'll go to cut a section out, and it'll take forever just to decide to actually cut like half a second of space out of it. <laughs> it takes it takes five minutes to cut half a second of dead air out of the damn podcast. Well, uh, well man, don't act, don't accidentally cut me out of this one. Guys. Oh no, 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 no! Listen, you're not getting cut out. You're the only part of this whole show that was any good. Like I might cut the rest of the show. <laughs> I might cut the rest just, of the show just, out. Just leave, just, my part, just leave my phone call. Just, that's, it. that's it. No, well, it'll be wife, and my wife. Yeah, I said we got to leave the wife in there because that was gold. <laughs> well, so, yeah. um, so you have sponsors, right? Yeah. Plug them. Yeah. Right now, not, not after this one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, your sponsors do not listen to our show. No. <laughs> Uh, if if you want to plug your sponsors, I don't know. They probably won't get paid for it, so you don't have to do it. Um, you don't have to do it yeah, if you don't I want. Mean, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to, I can. Um, no halftime, which is the daily fantasy sports app. You guys obviously talk about sports on here all day, but I know uh, it's, it's, it's different than other things. It's just you know player versus player rather than draft the whole team. Um, so that's one of them. And I just partnered up with um, another app called uh, Fanatics, uh, which is just um, you know you can use the code clock 
on either one of these and cost 100 on the halftime. That's all on bananas. And basically, that, that was a little different. You do draft a team, uh, but you're, you're, there's no salary cap. So you're just kind of drafting the best player. Everyone can be drafting the best players. It doesn't matter. There's no, nothing holding you back. Um, and you just want to get the highest scoring guys each week. And then, uh, you know, each, there's a room in each place that you can join and there's different prizes and stuff. So, like right now, there's a clock dodger room where you go in a $50, uh, Visa gift card. And like I said, you know, you use the promo code clock and it's free for that one time. So it's basically a chance at $50. There's only like 15 people in the room. So it's pretty good odds. <laughs> did, uh, on Fananos, did that, that clock dodgers, uh, challenge, did that get filled up? Does it get what? Did, did... Oh, I, don't, I don't know if it got filled up yet. I haven't <sighs> recently, but I know it wasn't. It wasn't filled up the last time I checked, so it may not be. I don't know. But what the hell cool thing wrong? is, um, if it does fill up, I think they automatically generate another room. But that that would have to fill up too, of course, for them to you know get the prize out. I guess. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know why people are just too good to sign up for an app that takes two seconds to download and then sign in and get a free fifty bucks if they can beat me. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I if they got too much money and it doesn't matter to them, they can send it my way instead of it's simpler. Yeah, it's I'm, totally cool. We'll take it. I this mean, is, this is from a guy. This is this is from a guy who's got actual sponsors instead of us who just come up with slogans for sponsors <laughs> we don't have. Nice. <laughs> but coming up with fake slogans may be why we never end up with sponsors. <laughs> Fananas, there when uh, you need them. It might be what separates you. <laughs> we're, we're, keep trying. We're, 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 we're trying to do something a little different. <laughs> hey, that, that's what works. Man. That's uh, the right way to go. So, all right. Well, I think we'll go ahead and let you get back to driving. We want you to focus on the road, not this shit show that we call a podcast. Well, hopefully I didn't miss the exit because I've never taken this and you guys, uh, you know, stopped by uh, GPS from going. So, uh, <laughs> you guys may owe me radio tickets soon, but that's okay. Neil, well, um, are you, uh, you going to any of the, um, you going to any of like the, the, um, tailgating? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get there in time. Cause I think I'm going to get there. Like just like last week I went to the Jaguars Raider game and I was like getting pretty close and it was like pretty, pretty, it was pretty, I was pretty on, on the point time wise just to at least see the start of the game. And I realized, wait, I've never been to Jacksonville. I've never been to the stadium. I have no clue where I'm going, where to park or do anything. And so I kind of missed like first couple minutes of the game so where you? i've never been to tampa i've never been to tampa stadium either so now i'm thinking you know hopefully i get here at least 10 minutes early so i can at least find something to do like park in someone's driveway or something or- dude uh get, let me give you a tip uh google al lopez park al lopez yeah it's a it's a park like right next to the stadium i mean you walk 10 minutes to get to the stadium but i think it's like 10 bucks to park there um, okay, but it's right next to the stadium. Um, bunch of people park there. You don't have to park in somebody's driveway and then and then like walk two miles. It's it's really yeah. Not so bad. No no lie, I did that in Jacksonville last week. I parked like some guys. I I literally got in yard or something. I literally got lost our first time I went to Tampa Stadium uh, by myself with my wife. We parked at some Jesuit school and we got turned <laughs> around. We came out of the other side of the stadium that we went in on. And we wandered, we wandered around Tampa for about two hours trying to find the car. Wow. Wow, that's brutal. That, so, it, I need a, so I need a GPS Al Lopez Park and not Raymond Stadium. Yeah, Al, that's where we always park when I go. Um, you know, I go a couple times a year. Al Lopez Park is usually the best, usually just the best bet if you're not looking to tailgate, but looking to, to park pretty close. Yeah, so I'm going to change my GPS around and I appreciate that. Man. Yes, sir. And then, and then 
to save yourself two hours of wandering around trying to find your car. Once, <laughs> yeah, once, once, difficult. once the game is over, just Google Al Lopez parking it, and you can just walk back That's to the park. <laughs> so, in, I'm, I'm simple like that. In my defense, this was my first game with my wife was probably 11 years ago. So it wasn't as easy as just pulling out a phone with GPS on it. And we, we really are spoiled now. Yes. We are definitely a technology-dependent uh, society. Oh, yeah. We literally got the world in our hands. So. All right, dude. Get back to driving towards the game. Um, don't get in an accident. And uh, go Bucks. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks thanks for the, uh, you know, the well wishes and uh, not to get in an accident. Thing. I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> All right, Neil. We appreciate it, brother. All right, talk to you guys later. All right, later. And uh, that was Neil with uh, that was Neil with the Clock Dodgers again. www.clockdodgers.com. Uh, he has all kinds of different uh, podcasts. You know, they have um, fantasy podcasts. They have nerd podcasts from TV shows. You know, it's called the Geeky Bugle. You know, what we should have done is talk to him about Westworld. Yeah, we should have. He loves that show. Uh, I'll hit him up later. I'll but... call him back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Neil, we're going to let you drive. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Westworld later. All right. So um... so that very important text that I was getting uh, in the middle of the podcast, it was, and I've never gotten a text message from this person before. It's letting me know that there's an auction today, closes at 8 p.m. on 5 5- Five three and five five one Rock Pit Road in Titusville. Starting bid is twenty six k. Both two bedroom, one bath, and they need about twenty thousand dollars in repairs. That that was the important text message I was trying to look at. Seemed seems important. Well, uh, the the reason I was trying to answer it is because I I didn't know if it would interfere with the audio. Uh, like I didn't because my phone will continually. Uh, vibrate and buzz if I don't check the text message. So it's not that I was being, well, I don't even need to put the phone over there. It's not that I was being uninterested or anything like that. I was trying to save the, the connection with Neil from hearing vibrating or buzz or any type of background noise. Well, so, uh, we're at an hour and 40 minutes now. I think. Holy shit. Yeah. I think that's probably about a good time to wrap it up. Um, It'll be less than that after I edit all the Neil stuff out. <laughs> no, we're not editing Neil out. We're going to edit me out. Oh, you talk a lot. So we'll probably be at like right at 20 minutes when this whole thing's done. Yes. Um, so I'd like to thank you from taking a break from your weekly grind. I've been your host, Jason. And I've been your co-host, George. You can reach us at www.bftgpodcast.com. You can email us at bftgpodcast at gmail.com gmail you can sponsor us um you can reach us both on the fantasy life app i am at geo and i am at dr mill and you can also reach us on twitter at bftgpod thank you for taking a break from your daily grind <laughs>